to work from. is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hello, friends. How's everybody feeling on your Tuesday? Hope you're all right. Hope you're staying dry out there. Umbrella, stay safe. <laughs> Great day. To have been a longtime listener to our friend Budro, because he gives out those umbrellas to his first-time callers, and let me let me tell you, mine, mine is going to come in handy today. So, see, that's just a re- you should be listening to the ticket all day. I hope you are. I hope you're able to stick around with us here uh, for all two hours of today's program. Uh, we are. All over your radio dial, also online at 953theticket.com. And of course, a reminder that you can take us with you on the go by downloading the EAB Media Group app. And then just uh, look for that ticket logo, click listen live, you'll be all set. If you want to shout at us today, it's pretty easy. 870-9303-776 is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. And of course, you can also... Reach out on social. In the meantime, facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place to find us. Also on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie is another. As always, use the hashtag WDRZ to find today's KavanaughCars.com question. I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio today by producer Ryan James. Mm, nice sunny day outside. <laughs> Man, it I is. enjoy it. It's going to be like this all week. I know. Yeah. I've been looking at it, been looking around, and I was like, maybe maybe it's going to clear up a bit. Yeah. It's like, no, it's like a 100% chance yeah. of precipitation tonight. So, no, we got a lot more coming. I think there's one day this week where the chance of rain is only like 30% mm-hmm. instead of 90%, yeah. but it's literally just one, and I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. It's just a lot of it. Yeah, we, we get we get away from the, the, the cold temperatures and the snow and the mix and whatnot and it's like no, we got we got more coming here. That's look, that's the only good thing. It's warm enough now that none yeah. of this is gonna cause I mean, don't get me wrong, it's 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 gross outside, but there's not gonna be anybody slip sliding around. At least is, we're not in the teens. Yeah. 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 So we'll it's take true. we'll we'll make the best out of what is a not fun situation, but yeah. It just is what it is. It's better than the, than the alternative of ice. Oh, yeah. No doubt about no question. it. question. Uh, coming up today on the program here in just a minute, we'll go through the headlines, com question, all that good stuff. But, of course, it is Tuesday. So that means we're going to have our weekly chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. So very much uh, looking forward to that. He will join us in studio at one thirty. Uh, looking at some news and talking about for just a moment uh, something that was announced yesterday. Game 2 matchups for the MAC-SBC Challenge have been unveiled as those two conferences jointly announced that yesterday the a-state men's team is set to host ohio inside first national bank arena while the women's squad is going to be traveling to akron both of those games taking place on saturday february the 10th of course the conference is met for the first round of games in november 
Meanwhile, uh, looking elsewhere, College Game Day is headed to the Hill. Arkansas is going to host Kentucky on Saturday, January the 27th, and the program will broadcast live from Bud Walton Arena from 10 to 11 a.m. It's the first time the basketball edition of the program has traveled to Fayetteville. In NBA news, the Memphis Grizzlies got back in the win column Monday night with a 108-100 victory at the Toronto Raptors. Great game for Jaron Jackson Jr. 27 points, which is nothing new there, but he did have a career high. Six steals. Of course, that was not uh, the biggest headline in the NBA last night. A couple big-time, big-time performances that we'll talk about more in a moment that have inspired today's KavanaughCars.com question. And we are asking you today, have you ever been to a game where something historic happened? And if so, what? So basically, this is obviously your day to humble brag about witnessing a no-hitter or a cycle or a seven-overtime game or anything along those lines. But the only stipulation to answering this question is that you had to have witnessed it live in person and not just on TV. Now, I want to point out that when I say historical, I don't just mean like national or professional history. You could weigh in with a a significant game you attended in high school where something incredible happened for your team. Or you could talk about a a program or franchise record. I'll, I'll throw out a local example of what I mean today. I know a lot of you, just like myself, were in attendance in the 2015 NEA tournament. When Austin Reeves put up a record 191 points throughout that event. So he absolutely shattered the previous record set by Colton Watson just two years prior. Now, seeing as how that tournament is over 75 years old, I personally consider that historic. Also, to to throw out another local nugget along those same lines, if you were at the Cedar Ridge and Forest City game a few weeks prior to that in the 2015 Hurricane Classic, you witnessed the highest scoring game ever in Arkansas high school basketball history as those teams combined for 232 points in three OTs. Of course, there were uh, some pretty pretty significant individual games from Reeves and Glasper, but those were actually not record setters in and of themselves individually, just the total Score for that game, 232 points in that one with Cedar Ridge coming out on top 117 to 115 after three OTs. But again, total points there. That's that's an all-time high in Arkansas high school basketball history. So again, this can be in any sport on any level from a league or program perspective. And it is a little bit open to interpretation. Last night, uh, no doubt that a couple of the performances that happened in the NBA were historic. Joel Embiid dropping 70 points on the Spurs. And so that's the 12th most points ever in a single game in NBA history. Of course, he also added 17 rebounds, which is just, that's, that's insane. Uh, so, hey, look, if you're if you're seven foot tall, 17 rebounds is actually probably not that impressive in and of itself. But uh, dropping 70 and 18 
is pretty spectacular. Then it took all of like an hour later for Carl Anthony Towns to finish with 62 points. And what was actually the Timberwolves' loss uh, to a not very good Hornets team. But, uh, again, a 70-point performance, a 62-point performance, all in the same night, just within hours of each other. And that was just the fourth instance in NBA history where two players have recorded 60-plus on the same night. Also, uh, January 22nd, already a significant date in NBA history. And we will talk more about it uh, coming up later. Of course, uh, you're going to be stunned to know that Wilt Chamberlain was involved in two of those other uh, previous four instances in NBA history where two players scored 60 or more on the same night. Uh, But that happened for the first time in 61 when it was Wilt and Elgin Baylor. And then again in 62 when it was Wilt and Jerry West. But again, uh, a lot of cool things that happened last night in the association that inspired today's CavanaughCars.com question. Again, have you ever been to a game where something historic happened? And if so, what? Humble brag with us today. Already see a lot of great answers coming in on social media where you can respond at Kara underscore Richie or search for the hashtag WDRZ. Uh, if you are actually up to chatting with us today, the phone lines will be open during the break at 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline. But we'll go ahead and step aside for our first break here of the noon hour, brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. We'll return right after this on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. It's the largest bridal expo in the region. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, Sunday, January 28th, presented by Jessica's Bridal Informal. This spectacular annual event will take place at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Vendors from all over the tri-state area will be there, so you can plan your entire wedding in one day. Brides can register to win thousands of dollars in door prizes, and this year, admission is only $5. You don't want to miss out on the largest bridal expo in the entire region. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, Sunday, January 28th, from 11 until 4, at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in in Jonesboro. Kick off the new year and a new ride from Kavanaugh Ford. Start the new year off right with up to $8,000 off MSRP on a new 2023 Ford F-150 XLT or save up to $3,500 off MSRP on a new 2024 Ford Expedition or a new 2024 Ford Edge. Now up to $3,500 off MSRP plus free delivery, free maintenance and a money-back guarantee. Only at Kavanaugh Ford on Island and Jonesboro or Kavanaugh Ford Have you noticed lately how empty everything is? Empty streets, empty stores, empty schools. But I'm trying to change these empty times by being full of gratitude. Gratitude means saying thanks to the garbage collector, the medical providers, and all those who are helping every day. Things may appear empty around us, but when we're filled with gratitude, nothing is completely empty inside us. Gratitude is in you. PassItOn.com There's a monster under my bed. There's a monster in my bathtub. Mine is on my dresser. There's a monster in the kitchen. For a child with asthma, it can seem like monsters are everywhere. There's a monster in my pillow. There's one on the rug. The fact is, their next asthma attack could be triggered by something as innocent as a teddy bear or a dripping faucet, even a bath toy. I don't like monsters. Fortunately, there are simple ways you can help prevent their next attack. From putting stuffed animals in the freezer to kill dust mites, 
to drying bath toys and turning on the bathroom fan to prevent mold. They're easy to do and they're part of a complete plan that could help you put an end to your child's asthma attacks. Learn more at noattacks.org or call 866-NO-ATTACKS. Make the monsters go away. Because their next breath is in your hands. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. I was let go, and because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger. Some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. Email from school about the incident today. Scary. You know, teachers like me, parents, we don't always know as much as you guys do about what's going on with other kids. Half the time, it's rumors. Yeah, but if you're ever concerned about a friend who's having trouble with alcohol, prescription drugs, anything, you need to tell an adult, someone you know and trust. That can be hard, but speaking up about a problem is what helping a friend is all about. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Hey, welcome back into the Workday Red Zone. This hour brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. Whether you're buying or selling, you can trust the experts at Dustin White Realty for personalized service. Also, by the way, if you're thinking about selling, your home may be worth more than you think. And you can visit arhomevalue.com to find out more. Your dream home awaits at Dustin White Realty. We've got our phone lines open at 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline. Of course, we're asking you today, have you ever been to a game where something historic happened? And if so, what? Several answers already on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Again, you can shout at us on the phones for the KavanaughCars.com question. Here in just a moment, we'll kind of look around at some news and notes for A-State Athletics. Of course, nothing on tap until Thursday with A-State men's and women's basketball being out of town. There is some football news today that's fun to talk about. But I do want to share just quickly some national news. Uh, as it looks like, uh, according to multiple so- uh, multiple reports, not sources of mine personally, multiple reports on social media, Jim Harbaugh and the Chargers. Look, that looks like that might be a thing. On three says they are in, quote, striking distance of getting a deal done, end quote. There are other reports echoing that same verbiage as well. So that is something we will follow up on today if that news at any point in time becomes officially official. 
And even if it doesn't, it sounds close enough that probably coming up in the second hour of the program, we'll look at what impact that could have on the coaching carousel. Because, of course, although it's not an apples-to-apples situation, we saw what happened when Nick Saban retired at Alabama, and that ended up having a a big-time ripple effect across college football. As then it, you know, they went out and got Washington's coach, who then went out and got Arizona's coach, who then went out and got San Jose State's coach. And then, of course, you had uh, Kaitlyn DeBoer hire South Alabama's coach and Buffalo's coach. So I, I don't think that the Michigan opening, if there's a Michigan opening, would have that same kind of shock wave from a Harbaugh departure, but I could very easily be wrong, and we'll talk about that again coming up in the second hour of the program. Uh, in the meantime, I uh, want to get caught up on on some A-State happenings. First off, a big congratulations to Arkansas State men's basketball coach Brian Hodson and his significant or- other Jordan as they welcomed in their son yesterday. Coach Hodson was actually out alive with the Red Wolves last night at Lost Pizza on Southwest Drive and shared that news with the fans in attendance. So again, a big congratulations, Coach Hodson and Jordan, uh, on on your new addition. Uh, Going to be a, another road week for the Red Wolves. There's not there's not any Red Wolves performances that you can see in Jonesboro this week. Is uh, you've got men's basketball on the road at Louisiana on Thursday. Women's basketball is at ULM, and then you look ahead to Saturday and the men at ULM, the women at Troy. You have a few other Red Wolves in action as well. Bowling, track and field, tennis, but none of them are in Jonesboro. So uh, everybody on the road this week for A-State. Going to be some some really important games uh, for both the men's and women's teams. And, of course, we'll look at them in, in much more detail on Thursday as we get ready to preview those games. But but just, you know, the, the men have have already suffered a setback to the Raging Cajuns. And, of course, that was, that was in Jonesboro. Uh, but that's... One you'd like to have back that has the potential to be a huge win. You know, they go through and when they're putting together the net ranking, they group teams into quadrants. So if you've got a a quadrant one win, that means that you're facing a team at home that's ranked 1 through 30 in the net, on a neutral site, 1 through 50 in the net, or away, 1 through 75 in the net. Now, of course, those rankings change daily. Right now, A-State actually has a, a quad one opponent on the schedule. That would be at App State at the end of the year, who is having a, a great year. But on Thursday, the Cajuns are, are ranked in, in that second quadrant they are considered to be a very good team and since that is a game a state is going to on the road that's the potential for a big win a big win and also since this team is is trying to get some road road momentum some momentum to get into the top four of the sunbelt standings getting a split this week at louisiana and at ulm would be nice getting a sweep that completely changes the conversation. Because then you've got the next three in Jonesboro. And that would be huge. Same thing, same thing for the women as well. Although uh, I, I would say that, you know, that's a really tough slate. ULM on the women's side of things might be the most improved team in the Sun Belt. 
They have they have stepped it up a lot. They brought in an impact tra- transfer. They are much better this year than they've been in recent years. And then Saturday is at Troy, who is just always tough because of the style of basketball that they play. And if you're not used to playing that style very often, it's it's tough. But a big, big week coming up this week for, for A-State Hoops. Continues to be a big week uh, for Arkansas State football in recruiting as well as the staff is trying to put its finishing touches on this 2024 class that will sign on Wednesday, February the 7th. But there's also, if you scroll through your social media, just a ton, a ton, a ton of offers going out to lay the groundwork for this 2025 class as well. So those coaches are incredibly, incredibly busy. I'm wondering with these transfer portal players, if there's a player that A-State has brought in that can have the impact of Jacob Bayer. Jacob Bayer, another big honor for him today as he was announced as a college sports communicators, second team academic All-America selection. He's the first A-State player to earn a spot on the first or second team since 2013. The last guy to do it was kicker Brian Davis. And the 10th student-athlete ever to earn those academic All-America accolades that goes all the way back to 1970. He's the only academic All-American this year in the Sun Belt. And again, it's just incredibly incredibly impressive he currently has a 4.0 GPA as a criminology major and this award is incredibly exclusive 0.2% of all college football players earn academic all-america honors 0.2 pretty impressive of course One of the reasons why this is so impressive is due to the high level that Bayer plays at on the field. Of course, he was a first-team All-Sun Belt selection on the field. And then if you go and you look at pro football focus and look at their grades uh, throughout the year, only one center in all of college football graded out higher than Jacob Bayer did. He was the most impactful off-season acquisition for A-State football ahead of 2023. I I don't know if there's somebody else in this 24 portal class that will be as impactful because that is a crazy high bar to set. Because obviously not, not, Jacob Baird did not just improve A-State at the center position. Because of his leadership and communication, he helped improve the offensive line across the board. And what happens when the offensive line is better? Well, then magically the run game gets better. The quarterback protection is better. The entire offense is better. And we saw that happen this year for A-State football, particularly with the run game. Now, is there also a a talent uptick there when you were able to bring in that three-headed Arkansas monster of Zach Wallace, Jaquez Cross, and Cedric Hawkins? Yeah, absolutely. But those guys were able to usually get a good start on any rush because of the push the offensive line Offered and a big part of that was due to Jacob Bayer. 
So again, will there be somebody as impactful in this portal class? TBD. But looking forward to those announcements again. Since we haven't seen them yet, I'm guessing that that Coach Jones is just waiting to announce everything on February the 7th, which I am entirely too impatient for that. But <laughs> but I get it. And if we've waited this long, why not just wait a few more days, a couple more weeks? We'll eventually know. And then we'll be able to put the big picture all together at the same time. with what this incoming 2024 class looks like. So that'll be fun when that happens. I would imagine, fingers crossed, Jones will have a press conference that day talking about uh, the the entire class. Again, fingers crossed. Haven't got any notification of that yet, uh, which that's understandable. They don't usually send those out three weeks in advance. But hopefully that will be the case and, and we'll get ready for, well, heck, it'll be spring football in no time at all. So that's always incredibly, incredibly fun to think about. It'll be here before you know it. In the meantime, you can help A-State Athletics and our Red Wolves student-athletes right now by donating to the Impact Club. You can make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access that you're not going to find anywhere else. You can find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That is impact, spelled with a pack, I-M-P-A-C-K-T, club.com. By the way, check out their social media as well. They are... Throw in a Super Bowl watch party. So you can check on the deets to get tickets for that and what all that entails on all of the Impact Club social media accounts. Let us go ahead and step aside and take a break. A little bit of baseball news out there that we will dive into. But again, phone lines open during the break and a refresher here on the KavanaughCars.com question. Have you ever been to a game where something historic happened? And if so, what? We'll continue to talk about that when we return. Keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Corn prices starting to fall a bit. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB Noon Market Report. March corn at 445 and a half down a quarter with May corn at 455 and a half down three quarters. March soybeans at 1231 up six and three quarters with May soybeans at 1238 and a half up five and a half. March wheat at 597 up a half with May wheat at 607 and a quarter up three quarters. March cotton at 8471 down 12 with May cotton at 8585 down one. March rice at 17.49 and a half down six, with May rice at 17.76 and a half down eight. Moving on to livestock now, February live cattle 174.82 and a half up 105, with April live cattle 178.05 up 115. January feeder cattle 231.75 up 192 and a half, with March feeder cattle 233.90 up 262 and a half. February lean hogs at 73.05 up 212 and a half, with April lean hogs at 80.47 and a half up 285. That's your EAB New Market Report brought to you by Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC, field tested and farmer approved. When choosing a lender for your agricultural business, it's smart to stay local. Farmers and Merchants Bank is rooted in Arkansas soil and has been a leader in ag lending for more than 75 years. Our community ties and knowledge of East Arkansas's ag industry ensure we can offer the best solutions to help you grow. Specialized products, competitive rates, and fast local service. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, growing your business is our business. 
Find your local ag lender at mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Join ag economic experts with the Friar Price Risk Management Center for a deep dive into strategies for farming success in Newport on February the 1st at 8.30 a.m. Explore grain marketing, use of crop enterprise budgets to find break-even prices, and decision tools. It's all happening at the Corn and Grain Sorghum Producers Building at the Jackson County Extension Center in Newport on February the 1st. Pre-register now for $20. Late registration is $40 within seven days. Register online by searching Fire Farm Workshops 2024. And for more details, contact your county extension office. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, we've been a leader in ag lending for more than 75 years. Whether you're in the market for an equipment loan, real estate financing, or funds to support operating expenses, our agri-lending experts can help. We work with farmers daily to find the best financing products and competitive rates. Our longstanding relationships and knowledge of the ag industry ensure we can offer the most personalized service available. At Farmers and Merchants Bank, growing your business is truly our business. Find your local ag lender at mebanking.com, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. What are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393 393- 5330 Brooklyn Dental open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. Hello everyone, John G for George Kill Motors in Newport. ASU Redwoods are looking forward to a great season, so make sure you'll be at all the home games. And if you're traveling to the away games, why not travel in comfort and style in a new GMC or Chevrolet vehicle? Great deals and award-winning service from a family-owned dealership that knows how to take care of its customers. View all our inventory at georgekellmotors.com. Call us at 870-523-2792. Or better yet, come see us off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kell Motors and GMC, we are professional grade. My name is uh, Jinghui Zhang. I'm the chair of a computational biology department at St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. As a data scientist, I feel so excited about seeing the potential impact, not only on the kids treated at St. Jude, but across the world. And I think this is a great use of the trust we got from our donors. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. As we continue this noon hour, brought to you by Dustin White Realty. 870-9303-776 is the number to call. Have you ever been to a game where something historic happened? And if so, what? Some of these answers that we're getting today on social media, at Kara underscore Richie, could have also maybe maybe doubled as answers for yesterday's questions. Uh, we ask you yesterday, what is the most hilarious or most bizarre thing you've ever seen during a game and mark weighs in and his his could kind of be a little bit of both is he says uh quote not sure it if it was historic but was right there when nigel dixon shattered the backboard at an a state game right in front of me flex of glass flew right <laughs> near me in quote you can find that clip I think somewhere out there on th- that clip exists. That vid- that YouTube exists somewhere. 
I guess it was, it's probably historic in an A-state sense. I, I'm fairly confident. That, that was the only backboard shattered at A-state, right? Uh, but certainly several different ways that you could interpret historic. I've got a few different interpretations today. I'll share one of my answers. I was at the Rally Squirrel game in 2011 during the Cardinals and Phillies National League Division Series. And, of course, we know the Cardinals went on to win the World Series that year. That series uh, with the Phillies, though, was, was a great, great series. But I was not I was not prepared for how long the Wikipedia entry on the rally squirrel would be. <laughs> uh, I'll read the first line here. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it is, I mean, it's practically a novel. But, uh, quote, rally squirrel is a name given to an eastern gray squirrel. Not even going to try and do the Latin pronunciation, which appeared on the field and ran across home plate at Bush Stadium during a 2011 National League Division Series Major League Baseball game between the Philadelphia Phillies and St. Louis Cardinals on October the 5th, 2011. Kind of adopted as an unofficial mascot by the Cardinals. It had the, the, the Rally Squirrel had a Twitter account that in the space of two hours had more followers than I will ever have in my life. It was a big deal. Powered the Cardinals to a World Series win. Obviously. Obviously. It was 100% the squirrel. Not the fact that Chris Carpenter pitched a gym in Game 5 at that ALDS. Uh, But (laughs) fun stuff. Fun stuff all around. Uh, We've got a lot to talk about uh, in terms of baseball news for the Cardinals. We'll start there and then talk about the big picture stuff, which is coming up tonight. Uh, The Cardinals and Tommy Edmond have agreed to a two-year contract. Expected to be worth $16.5 million, although the team has not uh, disclosed the terms at this point in time. But uh, they were the two parties were set to go through arbitration, and nobody wants to do that if you can avoid it. The sides were about half a million dollars apart. So Edmund, the Cardinals, decided to go ahead and put together a deal that would keep Edmund in a Cardinals uniform through the 2025 season. I mean, he's, he's such a valuable, valuable player. Expected to be the starting center fielder for 2024. But of course, we've seen him start all, all over the infield as well. So now, uh, what you want to do here for, for Tommy Edmond is hopefully get him healthy. Because he did have arthroscopic surgery on his right wrist following the 2023 season. He said that uh, at time, from time to time, that injury kind of hampered him over the past couple of years. Finally got to a point where he needed a procedure to clear up the cartilage and bone damage. And it knocked him out for a couple, three weeks during the season in July with right wrist inflammation. According to a report here on MLB.com, Edmund has only recently started swinging a bat, hopes he's going to be ready for the start of the regular season, although he will be limited throughout spring training. Pitchers and catchers set to report on Valentine's Day with the full team rolling into Jupiter for the Cardinals on February the 18th. Edmund uh, he's expressed confidence that he thinks it is uh, his wrist is going to be ready for the season. Or, excuse me, that he's going to be feeling good, ready for the season. So, hopefully that's the case. Again, good news there for the Cardinals. 
Uh, in terms of other team news around Major League Baseball, the Dodgers are either they've either already signed or are about to sign a new pitcher in James Paxton, and it's just mind-boggling at this point in time just what the Dodgers have done. Uh, they have <laughs> already spent $461.5 million in new additions to their rotation this winter. That does not include Otani, since he's not going to be pitching. And all in all, this winter, the Dodgers have spent $1.222 billion between free agency and trades. I really do wonder... What's going to happen moving forward in in the CBA to avoid another Dodger situation in the future? Because as irritating as it's been to see the Dodgers sign these players and then, you know, especially in the case of Otani and defer money down the line to where they don't have to take that significant of a financial hit any time in the near future, everything they've done is legal in terms of the CBA. It's legal under baseball rules. They're not doing anything that's shady. They're not doing anything afoul of, of the law. But surely, other clubs are not going to allow this to happen again, right? Or are we going to see a situation next year where everybody embraces the Dodgers strategy and you've got all of these players that are going to be signing for deferred money? It'll go either way. (laughs) And of course, uh, there's not going to be a new CBA negotiation for a few years. Because that just happened in, what, 2021? So who knows? Who knows what that looks like moving forward? Uh, Tonight, though, uh, a fun story that will happen in Major League Baseball. We're going to get that Hall of Fame announcement coming up this evening. Uh, Now, that's going to start, I guess, at 5. They say, according to MLB.com, that the official announcement will air live at 5 from Cooperstown on MLB Network. So I I don't know if... That's when they announce it, or that's when they start doing it one by one and, and show the the phone calls, this, that, or the other. I have no idea. We already know uh, Jim Leyland is going to be going in the hall. But we also do know that there will definitely, absolutely, be other inductees as well. It's just a question of how many. Adrian Beltre is a lock. He is absolutely, definitely, 100% going in. I've talked about Ryan Thibodeau before. He does a Hall of Fame ballot tracker. So every single media member uh, in Major League Baseball that, that gets to vote on this, they'll, a, a lot of times they will send Ryan Thibodeau their ballot or tag him in it in a reveal on social media, and he'll put together a, a ballot tracker. So we actually know already about 54% or so of, of the total votes have already came in. He's got them tracked, and right now it would just be, I, I don't even know if it's mathematically possible for Beltre not to go in. I think it is, but it would just completely and totally defy logic. But he could also be joined by Joe Maurer, Todd Helton, and Billy Wagner. Additionally, there's an outside shot that Gary Sheffield could garner enough votes uh, over the home stretch to, to go in. Although, again, that's, that's an outside shot. But regardless, there will be multiple inductees in the 2024 Hall of Fame class. Let me see if I can find this ballot tracker overall. I'm kind of just interested to look at the numbers. In terms of some of the other notable names, 
that are still on the ballot. Right now, A-Rod has got about 38.8% of the public vote. Uh, still very polarizing as to whether or not uh, people would, would vote for the steroid candidates. And of course, A-Rod is, is in a little bit of a different category than a guy like Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens. A-Rod got busted a couple of times. So he did things that were afoul of Major League Baseball rules knowingly and blatantly. It also does look like a few of my personal faves are not going to get the 5% of votes needed to be able to stay on the ballot for next year. Uh, Matt Holliday is not going to make it. He's He looks to be one and done. He was on the ballot this year. He's got about 1% of the vote. That's not enough. Bartolo Colon also the first year on the ballot. Uh, I'm a fan of Big Sexy, a very outspoken fan of Big Sexy. Uh, but he has only got 0.5% of the vote. So unfortunately, having an uh, oversized personality does not necessarily ensure you Hall of Fame induction, which is a real damn shame, to be honest with you. But it is what it is. I'll always have that memory of him going yard for the Mets at Petco in uh, the wonderful <laughs> call on that home run. Where I think the announcer said something along the lines of, you know, the impossible has happened. And uh, that's still one of my one of my all time favorite baseball highlights. I don't know if it necessarily qualifies as being historic. But of course, we are asking you if you've ever been to a game where something historic happened. And if so, what? Uh, that's a KavanaughCars.com question uh, to, to circle back around to the Hall of Fame talk. Not that not that I want to skip through today's announcement because obviously we'll be talking about it tomorrow and, and not that it's a big deal but looking ahead to 2025 each is going to be on the ballot and of course it's it's not a question that each is is going to be inducted into the hall of fame it's it's how high of a of a percentage how high of a vote total he could possibly get i don't know how in the world you make the case against Ichiro to be a hall of famer I don't even want to think about it. I refuse to entertain it. (laughs) Local baseball news. Don't forget that Arkansas State Baseball has a Grand Slam banquet coming up on February the 12th. You can reach out to the Red Wolves Foundation and get uh, tickets for that. I'm really excited because the speaker that night or the, uh, the headliner is former Cardinal Jim Edmonds. Of course, he played for some other organizations. The Angels, a couple that we'll not mention. But that's going to be a great time. Again, I highly encourage uh, any A-State fans. You know, you're going to enjoy that event. Cardinal fans, you're going to enjoy that event. But hey, just baseball fans in general, I think you're going to be able to have a good time. In fact, I'll wager that you will. Coming up on Thursday, actually, we're going to talk to Arkansas State baseball coach Tommy Raffo about the Grand Slam banquet and, of course, about the team's upcoming season which is going to get underway Friday, February the 16th. So they're getting ready. I I hope they're not. I'm pretty sure the tarp is going to be down today and for the rest of the week. But thankfully, they do have the indoor where I'm sure they'll be putting in a little bit of work. And again, uh, we'll get up to speed on all of that with Coach Raffo coming up 
on Thursday. In the meantime, again, the KavanaughCars.com question. Have you ever been to a game where something historic happened? And if so, what? I will let you think about it for a moment. Phone lines open during the break at 870-930-3776. We'll step aside for one more break here in this noon hour. Brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Be back right after this here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. And Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. With the head coaching carousel in full swing, plenty of NFL teams are now weighing their options for the franchise's next head coach. Normally, teams look towards some of the more successful coordinators, but if we've learned anything this season, it's that success as a coordinator doesn't always translate to being a successful head coach. Former Raider and Bronco head coach Josh McDaniels has failed in two different cities. He did that after calling plays for Tom Brady in New England. And when you look at the four remaining playoff teams, two of those coaches, never even served as an offensive or defensive coordinator. John Harbaugh was in charge of special teams before he took the head coaching job in Baltimore. And the Lions head coach, Dan Campbell, highest full-time position was an assistant head coach in New Orleans. Both coaches, no football. Can't deny that. But the two teams' success is once again proof in the NFL. There are coordinators, and then there are head coaches. And you never know where they may come from. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Get started. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PATRICK. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PATRICK. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and y 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com football for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo is coming Sunday, January 28th. This is our 27th year for the Bridal Expo, the largest bridal expo in the region, connecting over 7,000 brides with businesses all over the area to create their dream wedding. For booth space for the Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, contact Lori at 870-930-0910. It's the largest bridal expo in Northeast Arkansas, Sunday, January 28th at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Don't delay. Call for booth space today at 870 930 0910. Oh no, not again. Ugh. Locked out? Jonesboro Lock and Key can get you in. Lose your key? We can even program you one on site and get you on the road in no time. Jonesboro Lock and Key is your trusted locksmith in Northeast Arkansas for auto, residential, and commercial locksmith services. Our skilled locksmiths can handle it all, even key fobs. The best part? We come to you. Jonesboro Lock and Key. Proud to be voted best of NEA four years in a row. Give Jonesboro Lock and Key a call. 870-219-3723. That's 870-219-3723. 723. Attention members and guests. Get ready to spice up your week at Salsa's Grill. Gather your friends and family and head to Salsa's with happy hour every day from 3 to 7. Plus, every Tuesday is Taco Tuesday with their mouth-watering hard shell tacos just 99 cents. Salsa's is open seven days a week for lunch and dinner and open until 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and until 10.30 Friday and Saturday. It's your go-to destination for flavor, fun, and good times at Salsa's Grill. 2240 South Carolina in Jonesboro. 
Hi, I'm Kathy Bates. As a two-time cancer survivor, I know a cancer diagnosis can feel like the walls are closing in. You must also consider the threats you don't see coming, like LE, lymphedema, a chronic disease often brought on by cancer treatment that leaves many with a lifetime of swelling and pain. If you're facing cancer, I urge you to discuss lymphedema with your doctor. With knowledge and action, we can learn and live. Learn more at lymphaticnetwork.org. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Ryan with you for the last few minutes here in this noon hour. And coming up in the 1 o'clock hour, we're going to be chatting with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. I bet he's got an answer to today's KavanaughCars.com question. We're asking you, have you ever been to a game where something historic happened? And if so, what? Uh, I know for a fact (laughs) that he was at the game that uh, A-State Nation publisher Jeff Reed has mentioned. And Reed on Twitter just Tags Corey Rucker and sends a gif of a ULM Warhawk. And, of course, uh, what is being referred to there was a historic day for Corey Rucker, his freshman season back in 2020, when Rucker went out and set a new FBS mark for receiving yards by a freshman in a game. Nine receptions, 310 yards. And a touchdown. I mean, that was most receiving yards in a game for A-State. It tied the most touchdowns in a game for A-State along with, uh, that That was a mark that also uh, Omar Bayless was able to hit. That game was the second most receiving yards in a game in Sunbelt Conference history. It was the most yards by the FBS wide receiver in a game since 2016. It was, the, it was a game where uh, Rucker was the first FBS player with 300-plus receiving yards and four touchdown catches since Louisiana Tech's Carlos Henderson did that against UMass in 2016. Again, 310 receiving yards, the most in a game by a freshman in FBS history. You know it's historically, look, we're, we're taking, today's historical significance is a little bit open for interpretation, Right. Uh, I, I I mean this across all levels of sport. So if you saw something that happened that was historical in the high school ranks from a program or state perspective, collegiately, professionally, that's, that's again, open to interpretation. However, you know it's historically significant when the stats get tweeted out by ESPN Stats and Info. And they did make a post about Corey Wrecker's day. So that certainly, absolutely... 100% without a shadow of a doubt qualifies as an answer today. Let us, we're getting answers from all over, which is really cool. JJ on Twitter, who is all the way in Atlanta, chimes in, saying he was at the 2002 Georgia-Auburn game when Georgia came back to beat Auburn and won this SEC East for the first time 
seems wild to think about that, that there was actually a time where Georgia did not have an East Division title because now it practically seems automatic. Diesel in Boone was at the App State Michigan game. I'm not even going to tell you what year it was. If you've watched, if you've watched literally any Sunbelt content that App State has been involved in since then, you already know. Brian says he was in Lafayette when A-State men's basketball won the Sunbelt tournament to go to the big dance. By the way, Brian says he still has a piece of the net from that year, which is way cool. Uh, A-State fan rules. Was at the Bluff City Miracle? I'll, I'll count it as historically significant. He also says he was at David Wells' perfect game. And D- Damien, <laughs> this one made me laugh. Quote, I don't know about historic, but I saw the Cardinals strike out four times in one inning. End quote. So again, some of you, uh, some of you taking a little bit of liberty with the phrase historic. But I like all of these answers. And I want you to uh, to continue with those on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Or on the phones at 870-930-3776. And of course, we'll have a lot of opportunities for open phone lines in the second hour of the program. Uh, but also, uh, we will have that phone call. Or excuse me, that in-person visit with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. So coming up in the second hour... Here are some of the topics on the slate. We'll come back and, you know, we'll kind of talk about uh, the the inspiration for our KavanaughCars.com question, which was a pretty special night last night in the association. So we'll get caught up on that. Uh, we'll also, I mean, we might as well check in on the coaching carousel because obviously uh, it looks like that could be really close to another turn there as there have been Numerous reports that have came out this afternoon that Jim Harbaugh and the Chargers are close to a partnership there. So uh, we'll do a look around over the next few minutes of the show and see if there's any kind of update to that. Obviously, if Harbaugh leaves, that could set off another cycle of coaching carousel news. It it does not mean it has to because there is a possibility that Michigan could stay in-house, but they decide to go elsewhere. It will undoubtedly uh, have another domino effect around college football. Not as significant, in, I, I don't believe, as what happened at, at Alabama, but uh, still, still a possibility that it could impact several jobs. And then, of course, every time there are head coaching changes around college football, it means there's another shakeup in terms of uh, assistant coaching ranks. At this point in time, Arkansas State has just lost one assistant coach in the offseason, and that is linebackers coach John Shalala, who has actually decided to, to leave coaching and work on private business that is still football-related. And uh, by the way, Butch Jones, uh, according to reports from Football Scoop, has already filled that vacancy with South Alabama linebackers coach Will Wyndham. Haven't seen the official release yet for that. But, of course, they've always got to dot a lot of I's, check a lot of T's. It's got to go through legal, this, that, and the other. And so hopefully we'll get that uh, officially official news sometime soon. But in the meantime, continue talking about this KavanaughCars.com question when we come back. Have you ever 
been to a game where something historic happened? And if so, we want you to tell it, tell us what it is. That wraps up, though, this noon hour brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. We'll step aside for our halftime break. Be back right after this for more of the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. This is Will Oswald with your Tuesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought you by Plans of Tire Service. The second round matchups in the inaugural Max Sunbelt Conference Basketball Challenge were announced yesterday by the two league headquarters. The A-State men will be at home on Saturday, February 10th at 2 p.m. at First National Lake Arena, hosting the Bobcats of Ohio University, while the A-State women will travel to the Buckeye State to take on the Akron Zips in a first-ever matchup. That will tip off at 1 o'clock Central Time on Saturday, February 10th. The Arkansas Razorbacks men's basketball team looking to bounce back tomorrow as they take on the Ole Miss Rebels in Oxford. And then they'll host the Kentucky Wildcats at 5 o'clock Saturday at Bud Walton Arena. Before that, the first ever trip for basketball's version of college game day on ESPN will be held from 10 to 11 o'clock at Bud Walton Arena. In the NBA last night, Jaron Jackson Jr. with 27 points and a career-high six steals as the Grizzlies never trailed in a 108-100 win in Toronto. The road teams won the last eight games in that series. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed at Plastic Tire Service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Hello, it's Tony Keno with Purcell Tire. When it's time to service your ride, our staff at Purcell is here to give you an honest job at a fair price. Whether you have a heavy-duty truck, light truck, or passenger vehicle, we can handle it all. Plus, Purcell does light truck and heavy-duty alignments. We're also home to competitive pricing on big truck tires and the lowest price around on quality Michelin tires. Call 972-TIRE and visit us at Purcell Tire and Service Center at Parker and Caraway in Jonesboro. Do you need an umbrella indoors? First Quality Roofing is here to help. Are you in need of roof repair or replacement for your residential or commercial property? Look no further than First Quality Roofing, your trusted roofing expert. Our skilled team is here to provide you with reliable, efficient, and cost-effective solutions. From repairs to installations, no job is too big or too small for us. So why wait? Don't let a damaged or outdated roof dampen your spirits. Call Walter at 870-316-2381. That's 870-316-2381 to get started started today. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is striving to make life easier for all their banking customers by introducing a brand new way to control your Visa debit card. With the My Card Rules mobile app, you can turn your debit card on or off with the push of a button, set limits on spending and transaction types, see recent transactions, customize alerts, and so much more. Existing customers can download the free My Card Rules app today in the Apple app or Google Play Store. We're giving you the power to take control of your card at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FDIC. Some folks might be able to buy that fancy brand new car, but the majority of us are just looking for something we can afford. Well, Magnet Motor Company can help. If you're looking for an affordable car, truck, or SUV that you can buy wholesale, if you have fixed income, bad credit, good credit, or just need to build your credit, Magnet Motor Company has you covered. You can pay with cash. You can pay by credit card. Our Magnet can finance. Check out our inventory at MagnetMotorCo.com and give us a call at 215-0077 and let us put you in your next ride. Magnet Motor Company, Highway 49 South in Paris. 
Very cool. Imagine battling cancer and actually beating it. You feel like you've just come out of the woods, only to discover you're about to go over another cliff. Hi, I'm Kathy Bates, and as a two-time cancer survivor, I can tell you nothing prepared me for the challenge of lymphedema, a chronic disease often brought on by cancer treatment that compromises the lymphatic system and leads to a lifetime of severe swelling and pain. Lymphedema, LE, affects more Americans each year than AIDS, Parkinson's, MS, muscular dystrophy, and ALS combined. Yet with proper treatment, it can be managed or even prevented. That's why I urge everyone facing a cancer diagnosis to be your own best advocate. Discuss LE with your doctor before undergoing surgery. With patients and doctors working together, we can learn and live. Learn more at lymphaticnetwork.org. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Day Red Zone. We made it halfway through today's show. That means an hour is remaining. And coming up this hour, a chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz at 1.30. He'll join us in studio. We'll get up to speed on some A-State talk, specifically some A-State hoops. Recapping the week that was for the Red Wolves, looking at what's ahead. Uh, looking forward to that conversation. I have zero doubt in my mind that Stoltz will have an answer to today's KavanaughCars.com question. But you can chime in with us. Uh, at 870-930-3776 on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Of course, they bring you the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. That question we want you to weigh in on, have you ever been to a game where something historic happened? And if so, what? I'll share a couple of answers here for a moment. I I went on, I I had a good stretch for a couple of years that, that when I went to a Grizzlies game, there was there was something important that happened. My very first ever Memphis Grizzlies game that I went to see, my first NBA game ever that I went to see, was back on May 9th of 2011. And that was the playoffs. And it was actually the Western Conference semis. It was game four, OKC versus Memphis. And that was a triple overtime thriller. So the longest game in Memphis Grizzlies playoff history. Now they played in three other triple overtime games total in the franchise's 30 years of existence. That's only one of the playoffs and there's never been one longer. That was a really high bar (laughs) to set for the first ever for the first ever NBA game of my life, uh, I still have not seen one that tops it. I know, I know, stunning. Uh, but uh, just the stats from that one still, going back and, and look at the box score, just absolutely wild. Of course, uh, that was when that was when the uh, the Thunder 
had KD and, and Westbrook and James Harden coming off the bench. So so KD played 57 minutes in that game, which is insane. Had 35 points and 13 rebounds. Westbrook played 52 minutes and had 40 points. Harden had 19 points. And, of course, there were several players that did incredible, incredible things for the Grizzlies as well, including Zebo with 34 and 16 and Mark Gasol with 36 and 21. Plus several clutch shots from Clutch Conley. So again, that one that one's probably never going to be topped. The longest game in Grizzlies playoff history. Now, again, I said on a, I went on a stretch there where I was seeing some cool stuff at FedEx Forum, and uh, a decade ago, caught a game that was uh, the final score: Memphis Grizzlies one eleven, Sacramento Kings one ten. On paper, that doesn't necessarily sound that. Historically significant since it happened early in the season on November the 14th of 2014. But at that time, that game was the largest comeback in Memphis Grizzlies history. Memphis at one point in time in that game trailed by 26 points. And in fact, even late in that game, it looked like there would just be no way in the world that the Grizzlies would be able to come back and win. They trailed by 15 heading into the fourth quarter. And then even late in that game, they were still down significantly. In fact, with under eight minutes left, trailed by 18. And were down by double digits. Even with five minutes remaining. But they came back and won. Now that game has since been topped. By a game last year where the Grizzlies erased a 29-point deficit in the third quarter to come back and beat San Antonio in overtime, 126-120. to But uh, I've seen some fun ones. So I guess if you don't have an answer to today's KavanaughCars.com question, go, go to a Grizzlies game with me. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get one for you. We'll watch something historic, and then, uh, then you can talk about it. Does that sound like a deal? Uh, of course, uh, the reason we're talking about this is, is because of the pair of historical performances that we saw in the NBA last night. As you've got 70 points that were that was put up by Embiid, uh, 62 put up by Carl Anthony Towns. So both of those were franchise records. And of course, one of the coolest things about those performances last night is the fact that they came on the 18th anniversary of Kobe Bryant's 81-point game, which is which is the the most, you know, statistically significant performance of my lifetime. So you had a couple of really, really uh, awesome games. And, of course, Embiid right now is just on a different level. He is now the ninth member of the 70-point club. The guys on that list, Wilt, obviously, Kobe, David Thompson, Elgin Baylor, David Robinson, Donovan Mitchell, Dame, and uh, Devin Booker. And that's it. It's a short list. I didn't necessarily realize, I mean, if you sit down and think about it, obviously you know that a 70-point NBA performance is rare because we're not, we're never talking about them because they don't happen. But to put it in context, that was the 14th 70-point game in the history of the NBA. The NBA dates back to 1946, so the NBA is just about to turn 80. Hope it's taken some ibuprofen recently. 
So to kind of to put that in, in context, there have been 19 perfect games in Major League Baseball since 1946. There have been 15 instances since 1946 of an NFL player rushing for 250 or more yards, or I guess since the league was founded. So that's those are all significantly historic uh, marks. I did find some interesting stats on Embiid just overall. And I didn't check the numbers here. So I'm just going to trust some random person on Twitter who goes by the name of Tommy Beer. Totally sounds legit. Uh, But Tommy Beer tells us that over the last six weeks, which is 16 games, Embiid is averaging 40 points, 12 rebounds, and 5 assists. He's shooting 57% from the floor, 42% from three, and 90%. From the stripe. I'm going to trust Tommy Beer's numbers here. Because those are just. That's obscene. Those are insane. Insane numbers. Now it's not set in stone. That Embiid is going to be. This year's MVP. I mean one obviously is going to have external competition. You know Luka's looking pretty good right now. There's going to be other guys that. uh, Factor into it. Jokic. Whoever else. But Embiid might not play enough games to be eligible. And that is something that is <laughs> kind of wild. Uh, so that is uh, that is interesting to think about. Of course, after Embiid's performance, uh, there were all kinds of, of great nuggets and stories that came out. I thought it was interesting. Again, he did that. He did that against the Spurs, and uh, I thought it was interesting that apparently prior to the game, Greg Popovich was asked about you know, how they were going to slow him down. And according to to uh, Mike Vorkanov on Twitter, who actually asked the question, said, quote, I don't think it matters what we do. I can give you some bull crap if you want, end quote. And uh, yeah, he was right. Interesting, though, in all of the conversations about Embiid and, and dropping 70 and picking up a win, and then the conversation surrounding Carl Anthony Towns and his 62-point performance. Again, you know, 62 is not quite as as historically significant as 70. But it's still a really good performance, right? Well, I guess it would be if you hadn't lost to the Hornets. The Hornets are not good. Not even a little bit. And so even though... Towns was able to do what he did that was still a loss to a team that had, prior to that, gone 9-31 and so far this season. Again, Minnesota's already a 30-win team, and they were going against a 30-loss team, and that 30-loss team was able to pick up the victory. Comments and quotes following that one were not pleasant. Their head coach, Chris Finch, said, quote, it was an absolutely disgusting performance of defense and immature basketball. We totally disrespected the game ourselves, and we got exactly what we deserved, end quote. Fascinating quote after one of your guys drops a 60-piece. But again, I, I get it. They didn't win, and that's ultimately the goal. So... Uh, there were also conversations about how 
how Carl Anthony Towns was stat hunting or things along those lines. So, again, uh, just a fascinating night overall in the association. Uh, Grizzlies got a win last night. That's always good. 108-100 to was their final score at Toronto. Road win. Hey, you'll take it. And uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. continuing to just shine in multiple different ways. 27 points, which is, is not necessarily noteworthy, but he also had six steals, which is a career high. You had a season-high 19 from Kennard. And uh, Grizzlies took a little bit of advantage against a Toronto team that is slumping. Now, there can be, this season, as we have noticed, no good news without bad news. So, in that game, uh, Santi Aldama had to leave early because of a sore right knee. So, it just is what it is at this point in time. But hey, the Grizzlies never trailed last night. And amazingly enough, this is what is baffling to me. And, and part of it could just be the, the schedule, and, and maybe this will even out by the end of the year. But Memphis is actually 12-12 and 12 on the road. That's not bad at all, considering just what a mess the roster is due to injury. Twelve, You'll take it, right? What's wild is that Memphis is 4-15 and 15 at home. And they were so, 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 so good at FedEx Forum last year. Now, they don't have the personnel, obviously, to to repeat that 35-6 and six record that they had at FedEx Forum last year, but but they might they might not win 10 games at home this year. That is baffling. That is baffling how you go from, from the best home winning percentage in the association to, to what could be the worst. Fascinating. Fascinating there for the Grizzlies. No doubt about it. Uh, of course, uh, with the Grizzlies' injuries uh, never ending and with uh, uh, the losses being a lot, uh, they have actually recently been flexed out of some national broadcast. And so there have been some time changes on the games ahead, but uh, we'll continue to have a lot of Grizzlies for you here as we go along in the winter and spring. The next time you'll hear Memphis right here on the ticket is coming up Wednesday night. Is They will be on the road taking on the Heat and that game is going to tip off at 6.30, so we'll have pregame coverage for you coming up at 7 o'clock. In fact, it looks like you'll be hearing the Grizzlies here on Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, and uh, even next Monday as well. So a lot of Memphis Grizzlies hoops coming your way right here on the ticket. Cabinetcars.com uh, question today. We're asking you if you've ever been to a game where something historic happened, and if so, what was it? Uh, Jarrett does mention a little bit of a, a sad historical footnote here. But he said he went to Grizzlies versus Suns the day that Kobe Bryant passed away and said it was it was beautiful. I'm assuming in the terms of the way that they paid tribute to Kobe. But again, uh, fascinating note, in my opinion, on last night's Embiid and Towns performances. Same day, same date, excuse me. That Kobe went out and dropped 81. It'd be interesting to know what else. If, if anything else significant has happened in the association on January the 22nd. We might have to look at that. Uh, right now, though, we need to step aside for a break. Uh, again, Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, going to be joining us at 1.30. But in the meantime, let's, let's look around when we uh, come back. See if there are any new Jim Harbaugh rumors. 
Sounded like uh, he and the Chargers could be getting close to an agreement. We'll see if there's been any change or any progress there. That's on the way next. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Kick off a new year and a new ride from Kavanaugh Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Start the new year right in a new 2023 Ram 1500 Bighorn. Now up to $10,000 off MSRP or up to $13,500 off MSRP on a new 2023 Ram 2500 Laramie or a new 2023 Dodge Hornet. Now only $31,988 plus free delivery, free maintenance, and a money-back guarantee at Kavanaugh Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram or KavanaughCDJR.com. Tax season is here. We've all been there, drowning in receipts, lost in complicated forms, and fearing the dreaded audit. But fear not. Lawson's Bookkeeping Services is here to rescue you from tax time fails. Our expert will navigate the maze of deductions and credits, ensuring you get every penny you deserve. With 30 years' experience, Lawson's Bookkeeping Services has seen it all. From malicious payroll services to precise general ledger reconciliation, Lawson's Bookkeeping Services ensures your financial ship sails smoothly. Located at 22 West Washington, call Jamie at 870-336-7326. That's three. 36-7326. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. Oh! It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. One in four Americans today are living with a disability. I'm one of them. I care deeply about creating a world we can all fully participate in, free from stigma, misperceptions, and barriers. And we've got a trusted ally on our side, an organization we can rely on, Easter Seals. Rooted in communities nationwide, Easter Seals helps empower millions of people, regardless of age or disability, through its life-changing services and powerful advocacy. Today and every day, Easter Seals is leading the way to full equity, inclusion, and access to healthcare, employment, and education for people with disabilities, families, and communities. That's my Easter Seals. Make it yours. Learn more and get involved at EasterSeals.com. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. Opening a My Social Security account gives you secure access to your personal record and interactive tools tailored for you. You can see if you are eligible to receive benefits, view spousal benefit estimates, and compare retirement benefit estimates at different ages or dates when you want to start receiving benefits. Already receiving benefits? Use your account to change your address, set up or change direct deposit, 
get a proof of income letter, and more. In most states, you can also request a replacement Social Security card. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. About 10 minutes out from a conversation with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. We'll throw today's CapitalCars.com question his direction. Have you ever been to a game where something historic happened? And if so, what would that be? Uh, 870-930-3776 is the number to call if you want to weigh in on that question on the Right Fiber Hotline. In the meantime, a lot of good answers also today on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. The hashtag there, WDRZ. No new Jim Harbaugh reports, but then again, the big report came out from On3 uh, just a little bit over an hour ago, where at at 11.49 a.m., On3 said, quote, Jim Harbaugh and the Chargers are in striking distance of getting a deal done per report. Harbaugh could be bringing Michigan defensive coordinator Jesse Minter and his son, Jay, to Los Angeles as well. I think Jay Harbaugh, what, special teams? Is that what he does at Michigan? So really interesting that he could perhaps be departing. Yahoo Sports says that Pete Carroll, Mike Vrabel, also in the mix there with the Chargers. Almost called him San Diego. That's been a minute. Uh, let's get back on topic. So, obviously, look, hey, we, we focus more on, on college athletics. So, the question now is what would happen if Harbaugh was to depart Michigan? I don't think we would see anywhere close to the same ripple effect. I say this now. As we saw at Alabama with Nick Saban departing. Because I do think one of the highest priority candidates in Michigan is actually going to be in-house. I don't feel like they necessarily had any great in-house candidates at Alabama because Nick Saban did that thing over and over and over where there was not a ton of staff continuity. And that's because, of course, he was coaching uh, great coaches. Those coaches would have success under Saban and then they would depart to run their own program. So over and over and over, Saban was having to replace coordinators and that included replacing both his offensive and defensive coordinator heading into 2023. You have a little bit more continuity in Michigan, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Sharon Moore has been there for a minute. Now, he uh, was <laughs> he was one of Michigan's acting head coaches this year uh, for four games, actually, during the season. Because technically, technically this year, Michigan had five different coaches. Okay, so you had Harbaugh, and then when Harbaugh was suspended, you had Sharon Moore step in and coach four games. You had Jesse Minter coach a game, and then you also had a game where they had co-coaches. I don't even know. I don't even know. But again, Moore, Moore served as the acting head coach for Michigan for several games this season. 
Obviously, they want all those because they want everything this season. And I guess more importantly is, is you would have that continuity there. Moore has actually been with the program since 2018. He was hired as Michigan's tight ends coach in 2018. After a couple years, he became the co-OC in 2023. He held that title by himself and also coached the offensive line. Additionally, he is, uh, he's been around that part of the country for, for a minute. Prior to his time at Michigan, he was at Central Michigan. Started his coaching career in 2009 as a GA at Louisville. He will probably get a look. He will probably also be the name that is mentioned the most on social media because what do we see always when there is a coaching departure? A lot of times, if if there is even remotely an in-house candidate, that's typically when we see uh, the play. That's who we see the players push for, right? So I would imagine uh, we'll see a lot of of those tweets and retweets about players asking that more gets the job. But of course, they will do a national search. Now, Harbaugh, of course, could also try and take both coordinators with him in Moore and D.C. Jesse Minter. But if he doesn't, you also wonder if Minter will be in the mix for that job. He hasn't been in Michigan nearly as long. In fact, you go back, what, like six years? Minter was was Georgia State's defensive coordinator. A little bit more of a familiar name because of his time in the Southeast. Some other names that are reportedly on the list of coaching candidates for Michigan if Harbaugh departs. Lance Leopold from Kansas, who has actually made that program competitive, which is practically divine intervention. Uh, A lot of different sites reporting that perhaps Brian Kelly could be interested after a couple of years at LSU. And then, of course, right now, what everybody is doing, since, of course, the Michigan job is not even vacant, is everybody is just throwing out names to see what might stick. So numerous sports sites have just kind of thrown out names. So it'll be interesting. Who could perhaps be on the short list if Michigan were to need to make a, another hire? But again, no news, uh, no new news in the past hour, hour and a half. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. And uh, really, I'm just ready. I, I like it when the coaching carousel gets settled. It just makes me feel a little bit more at ease, especially after we saw what happened at, at you know, the, the after effects of Alabama. When Alabama was able to go out, uh, Kalen DeBoer was able to go out and poach sitting head coaches. To join his staff. Because of course after the head coaching carousel. Then you have the assistant coaching carousel. That always gets a little wild. So again I'm just ready. I'm ready for everything to settle down. Just get nice and calm. And and start looking ahead to spring football. Selfishly that is very much. What I would. I would like. Nice and calm. Nothing to worry about. Easy peasy. Doesn't feel very much like spring football today, though. (laughs) We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Uh, Let's step aside. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. He will be with us in studio. That happens right after a break here on The Ticket.
the only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Right now, buy three tires and get one free on select brands, with tires starting as low as $59. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes, alignments, and oil changes for all makes and models. Your one-stop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is at Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Get ready to spice up your week at Salsa's Grill. Gather your friends and family and head to Salsa's with happy hour every day from 3 to 7. Plus, every Tuesday is Taco Tuesday with their mouth-watering hard shell tacos, just 99 cents. Salsa's is open seven days a week for lunch and dinner and open until 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and until 10.30 Friday and Saturday. It's your go-to destination for flavor, fun, and good times at Salsa's Grill, 2240 South Caraway in Jones. Our family has been in the car business for almost 70 years. In that time, a lot of things have changed. One thing that has stayed the same is our commitment to customer service. At Glen Sains, our inventory is growing every day. Between all of our four stores, we'll have 400 units in stock at any given time. Whether you're looking to buy GMC, Chevrolet, Buick, or Ford, we look forward to serving you and your family for years to come. This is Coach Brian Hodson, and I'm asking you to help our A-State student-athletes by donating to the Impact Club. This organization helps our program stay competitive and supports our student-athletes by facilitating NIL agreements that allow them to endorse local charities. Make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access. Find out more and give today at impactclub.com. That's impact spelled I-M-P-A-C-K-T club.com. Your support makes a real difference in the lives of our student-athletes. Wolves up. It's the largest bridal expo in the region. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, Sunday, January 28th, presented by Jessica's Bridal Informal. This spectacular annual event will take place at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. Vendors from all over the tri-state area will be there so you can plan your entire wedding in one day. Brides can register to win thousands of dollars in door prizes. And this year, admission is only $5. You don't want to miss out on the largest bridal expo in the entire region. The Northeast Arkansas Bridal Expo, Sunday, January 28th, from 11 until 4, at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro. When we walk, when we reach, when we play, we're moving through life. Lately, we haven't been moving enough. An estimated 80% of Americans aren't getting their recommended daily physical activity. This is a health crisis, and the solution is in our hands and our feet. It's on our shoulders. It's on our backs. It's in our souls. It's time to move and keep moving, America. Wherever you are, however you can. Movement reduces your risk of diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. It improves your brain function, pain management, and immune system. And when you need help, physical therapists and physical therapist assistants are by your side, increasing your strength and mobility and improving your quality of life through prescribed exercise and teamwork. Because we are meant to climb, to dance, to soar, to thrive. Choose to move. Choose physical therapy. Visit ChoosePT.com. I'll be here to hear what's on your mind. As an adult, kids want to know you're listening to them, but they also want to listen to you. When it comes to alcohol, they want to know your expectations and how and why to avoid underage drinking. 
talking early and often about it in everyday conversations reinforces your message and keeps lines of communication open. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara Ritchie and Ryan James with you. We'll give Red Wolf Voice, a.k.a. Matt Stoltz, just a few seconds to pat himself on the back for his timing, and then we'll, we'll dive into questions. Ryan gave me a little smirk when I walked in. He, he and I are on the same page. Right, right on time. Right on time. Got to commend you for it. What's up? You doing all right? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. I'm not even going to complain about the rain walking across the parking lot just now because I'm just glad it's warmer and the sinks and everything else aren't constantly dripping like they have been for a week. It was very. Uh, it was a very awesome moment for me yesterday personally getting to walk Turning around my off. house and turn the faucets off it felt nice it really did also look here at eab i do have to point out that we we have an adventurous parking lot situation so when it gets icy here it, it is, wasn't nearly as bad as what it's been in no the past. no there were there were no significant mishaps this year with the parking lot but we've had some instances where tow trucks have had to be brought to the facility yeah. Did not have to do that this year. Well, fortunately, there's not a lot of turnover at our company. We've got a good base of people that have learned over the years where to where park. To park <laughs> where not to park. And look, Ryan and I were prepared. We we even talked about it before all the snow hit. We went he went and got all yeah. the, the rock salt and everything that we were gonna pour between buildings so people weren't slipping, but it really didn't come to that. Thankfully, thankfully so. Teamwork makes a dream work. They're, they're still sitting by the door in case it happens again. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we're good. We're, we're good for next time. We're yeah. ready. We're good yeah. for when it's not uh, going to be 60 degrees this week, which is what's going to happen later. But that's Arkansas, so so no big deal there. Uh, let's get caught up on some hoops. Okay. It was a it was a one-on-one week for the Red Wolves. Uh, they split. The trips to Southern Miss and Texas State, and I know there were there were some significantly different storylines for both of these games, but yeah. kind of putting them both together. What what was the biggest difference, and why A State was able to close out and get that win at Texas State versus the way the game unfolded at Southern Miss? I think we made some big things happen at critical moments in the game against Texas State that maybe didn't happen against Southern Miss, and. I'll start with the game Wednesday at Southern Miss. I thought that was a fantastic college basketball game. It was back and forth, very evenly matched game. Um, Both teams led by nine at some point. Southern Miss led for most of the first half. The Red Wolves were able to take a two-point lead at halftime, and then A-State actually led for most of the second half and came down to those final ten seconds. And, you know, Brian Hodson – Certainly didn't make excuses, but he did tell us last night at Live with the Red Wolves that he did hear from the director of officials after that game and admitted, uh, the director of officials admitted that all three calls down the stretch that went against the Red Wolves were wrong. So 
They got all three of them wrong, three for three, and it turned into a three-point loss. Yeah. And, you know, that would have been great if we would have been able to go into Hattiesburg. Now, I will tell you, Southern Miss has been in the league two years now. They are still undefeated at home in Sunbelt Conference play. That is a really, really tough place to play, and the Red Wolves had them on the ropes the other night. So I think that kind of tells you where this team's at right now. They can compete anywhere in this league. And you talk about Saturday. I thought the guys just were locked in from the start, obviously having to go without Coach Hodson that day because you know he hung back here with Jordan. They were awaiting – uh, the birth of their son, and uh, I know you talked about it, but, uh, you know, welcome to Jet Hodson, uh, who came yesterday afternoon, early yesterday afternoon. Uh, very pleased to hear that uh, everybody's healthy and, and Jordan's doing well, and so is Jet. But, you know, I, I thought the guys were locked in, and we've talked about it over the years. You know, we've had so many close games at Texas State, but – the only time we've ever won there is when Coach Brady went in there the first time and beat him all the way back in 2014. So that's a tough place to win, and just nothing was seem, seeming to uh, be stacked up right for us the other day going into that game. Coach Hodson's not there. Ladue LeCou and LaQuil Hardnett both aren't on the trip. They're sick. Isaiah Nelson gets hurt in the first two minutes of the game. And, you know, it, it wasn't a formula for a a win on the road, especially a place where you haven't won in 10 years. But I thought the guys were really locked in from the start and uh, made some big plays when they had to. So how were they able to overcome, you know, such a a significant lack of depth, especially there in the post? Because you had several minutes where where Julian Luol was the the biggest player on the, the court for the Red Wolves. Yeah, I I made mention of it during the broadcast a couple of times where, you know, Freddie and Julian were both out there and they were they were the tallest players in the lineup yeah. for A State, both at six six. And you know, I think Julian he's turning into one of the better stories for this team because his role just continues to increase and he's playing a lot of minutes off the bench anyway, but we really, really needed him to play bigger the other day and just his energy and his effort on the offensive boards was huge, but you go back, and I heard you giving the rebounding numbers yesterday, despite the height advantage the other day for Texas State and the Red Wolves so low on bodies in the post. I think they were plus six on the boards, but A-State had more offensive rebounds in that game. And you ask about why the Red Wolves were able to win that game the other day, and I think there was a sequence of, with about two minutes to go in the game that was just – a really defining moment for this team, I think, because you know we we were trying to stretch the lead out. Texas State was still right there, and Avery Feltz gets a big offensive rebound after we had run the shot clock down, keeps the possession alive. We run the shot clock down again. We miss. Freddie Hicks comes flying in the lane, gets an offensive board, and then Caleb Fields drives and gets a three-point play and that was the biggest sequence of the ball game I thought and you look at Freddie the other day and I thought he was a huge story because he's missed five of the last six games going in with that back injury Mm -hmm. he's still not a hundred percent I was visiting with T Butters before the game and off the air he told me look I'd love to get 12 to 15 minutes out of Freddie today well he ended up playing 21 
and he had seven points, and he had five rebounds. Now, all five of those rebounds for Freddie were on the offensive end, so that was huge. And back to the rebounding numbers for a minute, A-State had more offensive rebounds in that game than Texas State did. And I think in a seven-point game, a win on the road, that went a really long way. Has there been any kind of, uh, and not necessarily a, a big update, but did Coach Hodson say anything about the status of, of Isaiah Nelson? and, and what? I think is Isaiah's going to be just fine. Okay. Yeah. He, well, that's uh, great. I mean, that was that was obviously significantly concerning Saturday against Texas Yeah, State. you could tell he was in pain early on, and I think a lot of it's a kind of a pain tolerance thing. But uh, from everything that uh, was said by Coach Hodson last night, I, I would think Isaiah is going to be just fine going forward. Now, he did wrap up that knee, and I, I do want to t- talk about Isaiah here because obviously he was hurting. And yeah. He was back on the training table, uh, a good part of the ball game, and then he moved over to the stationary bike for a while. And then he went to the bench and, and sat next to his teammates. And at that point, I thought, okay, well, he's out the rest of the day. And then we come out of the under-12 media timeout in the second half, and lo and behold, Isaiah's back out on the floor. And, you know, he played five more minutes. He played the next five minutes, and those five minutes I thought were critical because he had two block shots during those five minutes. He also had a steal. So he didn't score the other day. He ended up playing seven minutes, and he had three block shots. So just during that time, uh, Isaiah made an impact. And, yeah, hopefully he's uh, he's good to go and at 100% on Thursday night. We're going to need him. Yeah, well, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll talk about that trip to, to Cajun country here in just a moment, but uh, more basketball talk on this week's podcast, correct? It's DeAndre Dominguez. Yeah, really, really enjoyed our visit with DeAndre, and uh, he's an interesting young man. He's uh, got a great attitude. You could tell he loves being at Arkansas State. He's got some great stories about when he was recruited here and just the instant connection he felt with both Coach Hodson and his teammates, and uh, we talked about uh, – a uh, vast array of subjects with uh, with DeAndre. But, you know, he's a guy from Providence, Rhode Island, mm-hmm. went to three different high schools. So he kind of talked about the challenges with that and, you know, learning to adjust to new environments and new people. And, you know, he spent three years at UMass. He was at UMass during COVID and went through a coaching change there. And just uh, a really interesting story. And he opened up and told us uh, – uh, a lot of good things, but enjoyed our visit with uh, with DeAndre and encourage everybody to check out the Second to None podcast. You talked a, a moment ago, you mentioned that Southern Miss is not lost at home since they've been in the Sun Belt. It's not, it's not quite that tough to win at the Cajun Dome, but it's not that far it's tough. from it either. It's still really tough. What, what is A-State going to have to overcome uh, on Thursday when they take on Louisiana? Well, you go back to that game... Um, a week ago Saturday, and we lost by seven, but the Cajuns were in control of that game pretty much the entire way. And Coach Hodson talked about it after the game. He didn't like the energy, and the Cajuns dictated the pace of that game. They came in and played their game, and we really never uh, got into the kind of rhythm uh, that that we needed to be in. And didn't dictate the pace like they did. So I think that that's going to be a big emphasis this week. And it's interesting. You look at this schedule and just how many of these games are packed so close together. And I thought that was a big story the other day against Texas State because those games were nine days apart. Yeah. 
And, you know, that that first meeting was still fresh on everybody's mind, and especially the performance that Caleb Fields had in that game. And, you know, we went into that game at uh, Saturday, and Texas State had a completely different game plan, and they wanted to take Caleb Fields out of the ball game. He needed some other guys to step up. So I'm really, really interested to see Thursday just the adjustments that both teams make. And I know that loss didn't sit right with anybody uh, when the Cajuns were in here last week, and I, I'm anxious to see how our guys respond. Switching gears completely before okay. we wrap up our conversation here with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. How about your guy, Liam Hicks, getting that spring training invite? Man, that is so cool. And just uh, just couldn't be more proud of Liam and what he's doing in the Rangers organization and to do it for my favorite yeah. franchise, uh, I think, is, is really cool that uh, he's in the Rangers organization and, and uh, thriving in the minor league system right now. Just one of ten players internally that have been invited to major league camps. So, man, uh, just really rooting for him. I would love to see him in the big leagues sometime soon. And, you know, Tommy Raffo always talked about it when – uh, when Liam was here, he he said he's a professional hitter, and man, could that guy rake! I mean, he was just he was so so good, and the scouts saw it. I mean, yeah. when, when scouts would come in, you know, you'd hear them talk and, and talk about just how well uh, Liam uh, sprays the ball. He he just sees sees it so well. Uh, he is just a professional hitter, and. Uh, Man, I, I really, really hope he does well and going to be rooting for him. Yeah, he pretty much saw a beach ball the entire time he was there in the Arizona oh Fall gosh. League. Those yeah. numbers were insane. Uh, so great to see that. Looking forward to seeing some some prospect rankings coming out this spring, see if he, he cracks the Rangers uh, somewhere on that top 30 that MLB.com puts out. That'd be fantastic. And speaking of the Rangers, big day today, it 5 o'clock this evening. Probably my favorite player ever, Adrian Beltre, hopefully uh, – getting that call to the Hall of Fame. There is no hopefully. I, I know he's sitting around 99%. So, yes, uh, it, it should be one of the <laughs> highest highest uh, percentages ever. But, uh, man, that that's really cool. There, I have never – and one of the reasons I enjoyed him so much, I, I think the same reason so many other people enjoyed watching him play, I don't know if I've ever seen a professional athlete play like – a kid as much as Adrian did he just he had an enthusiasm like you know a, a child every time he took the field and uh was so fun to watch and and all the goofy stuff he did out there but at the same time he's one of the best third basemen in the history of the game and and uh was always having fun out there I don't think anybody enjoyed playing baseball ever more than Adrian Beltre did Want to throw our KavanaughCars.com question your way before we get you out of here. All right. So first off, your answer is yes, by the way. I already know this. Our question today, have you ever been to a game where something historic happened? Uh-huh. But because I know you have answers that are several answers that are of historical significance for a state. And then mm-hmm. just being a fan of so many other sports and teams. It's Today it's more a question of what is your favorite game you've been at where something historic happened? I would say Nolan Ryan's 5,000 strikeout. And uh, I was at that game with my dad back in 1989 when he struck out Ricky Henderson and 
front of a full house at Arlington Stadium. And, of course, that's well before camera phones. And I, I've never seen more flashbulbs in my life and just every single pitch. And, you know, the commissioner, Bart Giamatti, was, you know, down below us. We were on the first base side. He was sitting right behind uh, the first base dugout. And, and I just remember sitting there as, as an 11-year-old with my dad and, and – uh, Seeing those flash bulbs go off and, and just the roar when, when uh, he struck out Ricky Henderson in the fifth inning of that game to uh, to get number five thousand. So yeah, that's that's tough to beat. From an A State perspective, you've been on the call for longest game in baseball history, longest game in basketball history. <laughs> I have yes. Most most yards, uh, points. In A-State history. Uh-huh. Maybe not most points, but definitely most yards, most receiving yards, which is just all kinds of stuff. Do you have – that's a lot of different areas. Oh, Do you have – can I you can you pick a favorite I out of those? pick one. All right. I tell you what. We'll let you think about it's it. It's basketball season, so I'll give a basketball answer. Okay. You mentioned the longest game. I, I – yeah, it's tough to beat that Little Rock game in the tournament. And four overtimes against your rival to win a Sunbelt Conference tournament game – that's really, really tough to beat. Okay. Good answer. We'll see you next week. Actually, we'll see you in the office across the street. In like yeah, I'll see minutes, you in but, yeah, yeah, but we'll, we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Absolutely. <laughs> One more break to take. We'll step aside, come back, and wrap up, wrap up today's Workday Red Zone right after this on the ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Bull Rider. The perfect fusion of strength, skill, and pure willpower. Professional bull riders aren't just athletes. They're daredevils with cowboy souls. Come experience the true modern West, where eight seconds of glory will create a lifetime of memories. It's the Pendleton Whiskey Velocity Tours PBR Memphis at FedEx Forum, Saturday, February 17th. Tickets available at PBR.com and Ticketmaster. Hold on tight. The ride of your life is about to begin. In a new year with many changes to come, one thing you can always count on staying the same is Mr. T's being open 365 days a year, even on Sunday. Mr. T's is the home of the coldest beer at the absolute lowest prices. And no matter which direction you're coming from, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. Either cross those Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River at Riverside or head to Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Be a part of success. Be a part of Nibco. Nibco in Blytheville is a recognized leader in the flow control products industry. Nibco attributes its continued success to its people. Now you have the opportunity to become a part of that success. Nibco has several positions available. Machine shop, electricians, mechanics, and tool room machinists. First and second shift available. Get a tremendous sign-on bonus after 90 days. Receive benefits and paid time off. Nibco also has a 401k with company match and a great incentive bonus plan. Nibco provides more than just engaging and interactive jobs. They provide a way of life that encourages and supports success. Work for a company that works to get you where you want to be. Be a part of the successful team at Nibco. Apply at www.nibco.com. That's www.nibco.com. That's www.nibco.com. Nibco is an equal opportunity employer. 
Hey there, Northeast Arkansas. This is John Moore of Arkansas Superstore on Highway 49 in Brooklyn. Here to tell you that we're flipping the script on car buying. Tired of the runaround? Sick of dealers treating you like an afterthought? Upside down in your current car? At Arkansas Superstore, we're here to change the game. No credit? Bad credit? Upside down your current ride? We've got your back. Don't stand for bait and switch tactics. That's holding. We believe in transparency and trust. You deserve the car you want with a payment much lower than your rent. Why settle for less? We won't sell you something you don't love. Life is too short for car buying nightmares. Let's make it better together. Give us a shot before giving in to it is how it is tactics. Arkansas Superstore is here to make sense of it all for you. Come over and find your dream ride. You're approved. When the banks say no, I say yes. We're ready to show you a much better way. Visit us today at 11580 Highway 49 North in Brooklyn or online at ArkansasSuperstore.com. Let's rewrite the car buying story one satisfied customer at a time. Tent your ride with Arkansas's number one tent shop for quality and service, Super Tents on Nettleton in Jonesboro. A Super Tents tent job is going to make your car look cooler. It's going to insulate your ride from the outdoor elements, keeping it warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer. A Super Tents tent job will give you the privacy that you deserve, whether you're driving down the road or parking out in public. Plus, Super Tents window film will protect your interior and your skin from those harmful UV rays. Call for quotes and to book appointments. 870-933-TENT. 870-933-TINT. Tent your ride today with the tent specialists that have over 30 years of combined experience. Super Tents on Nettleton in Jonesboro. Super Tents uses the absolute best window film. We're talking Lumar film. And because of that, a tent job from Super Tents is guaranteed not to turn purple, not to crack, and not to peel off your window. Call for quotes and to make appointments. 870-933-TENT. 870-933-TINT. That's 870-933-8468. Super Tents, 3212 East Nettleton in Jonesboro. Tent with the best or fade like the rest. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Hey, home stretch right here on the ticket for today's show. Coming up tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, Keith Merritt will be in studio with us in hour one. And who knows what all we will get into on tomorrow's show. Uh, already been a big past 24 hours in the NBA. Of course, we talked about uh, the the historic performances from Carl Anthony Towns. He put up 62, set a franchise record there for the T-Wolves uh, in Bede. Of course, dropping 70, 70 points uh, last night in a win as well. Or excuse me, it was a loss for uh, the Timberwolves and Carl Anthony Towns, a win for Embiid over the Spurs. But uh, just, there's a, there was a trade today as well. And this news from about 10, 15 minutes ago from Woj, the Milwaukee Bucks have dismissed coach Adrian Griffin. The Milwaukee Bucks are 30 and 13. They are tied for the second best record in the association. They have won the previous two games. They're 19 and four at home. They're three and a half back of a Boston Celtics team that did not lose at home until just a day or two ago. Uh, that is a fascinating story as to what brought that on. Again, Bucks have dismissed coach 
Adrian Griffin. 30 and 13. I, I got questions. <laughs> I, I got questions. That is wild. First season there for, with, with the Bucks, second place. Again, second time for the second best record in all of the NBA. It's not like all of a sudden this year the, the East is, is massively weak and you got all these better teams in the West. That's competitive. And he is out. I'm sure there will be a follow-up to that story on tomorrow's show, but it will have to be on tomorrow's show as that is a wrap for today's Workday Red Zone. Big thank you to Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. If you missed that chat, we'll have it up for you this afternoon at 953thetickets.com. Keep it here. The Dan Patrick Show is on the way next, followed by The Drive with Caden West at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Bud and Randy at 7 RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10, and we'll return for more of the Workday Red Zone tomorrow at noon. So, for Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great afternoon. <laughs>